everyone's better than me. But I'm getting better with Cameron Lindsay. I'm Cameron Lindsay. Suck it in, suck it in, suck it in. If you're Rin Tin Tin or Anne Boleyn. If you're listening for the first time, Everyone's Better Than Me is an improvement podcast where I get better with the help of a guest who is better than me at something. But as you might guess, I don't really like it when people think that they're better than me. So I have a little prank that I'm going to pull on them to bring them down to size. Uh, but they don't need to worry about that prank. Um, Catherine, you don't need to worry about that prank because you are Catherine Evett Chung, a comedian, writer, and occasional preschool teacher in Brooklyn. Catherine, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Cameron. I am excited to talk about the topic at hand, which is getting better at having appendicitis. Um, this is something that I have not gotten better at ever, um, but uh, I'm not going to get better at it yet either, because of course we have to start with the get to know you and fan submitted questions, if that's all right. That is perfectly fine with me. Let's get let's get a rolling. Well, wonderful. Uh, as we always start off with, how do you and I know each other? Um, so, so this is actually a, a quite... A quite beautiful story. Um, I I was in the grocery store one day um, looking for jarred artichoke, um, which is very good, very moist. Um, but I could only find the can variety. Uh, and then I look up, and there's Cameron. Mm-hmm. And Cameron is like, you know, you look pretty puzzled. Maybe like you're looking for jarred artichoke and not canned. Um, and I was like, that's actually quite... Um, perceptive of you to notice that in just my face alone but you did and you said you know just turn around and and the jars of artichoke were actually right behind me um and then we also sometimes see each other at open mics in brooklyn um on the little brooklyn comedy circuit um but the 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 artichoke is really what um we primarily know each other from yes of course and that is exactly word for word what i had written (laughs) down so i'm so glad that you said all of of those things um uh, wonderful. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, uh, I also have some jarred artichoke in my fridge currently. Um, it is very good. I like it uh, on my like breakfast eggs. Like I put it on the side. Um, it like really complements the hot sauce that I put on my eggs too. Anyway, uh, wonderful. Well, uh, the next question is this one. Wow, can you believe it? Paleontologists have unearthed a brand new dinosaur unlike anything they have ever seen before. Well, not too unlike anything, because they have decided to name it the Cathcamnevichunglinziosaurus because of its striking resemblance, physical or otherwise, to famed comedians Catherine, Catherine Nevichung and Cameron Lindsay. This happens in the future. That will definitely happen. Please describe the dinosaur. Okay, well, first I'm going to say this is not a surprise because this is not the first time that we have um, combined our likeness uh, to do a quick up top we do have a combined barbenheimer spectacle happening on august 30th my show is first uh appendix search for purpose at caveat 7 p.m and cameron's is after that is laugh masters at 9 30 p.m um and we did um combine those two to create to create the concept um of appendix masters uh and so i'm not surprised i'm not Mm -hmm. surprised that paleontologists um would have combined our names in another in another way. Um, what does a dinosaur look like? Um, so I'm gonna want to say off top, this dinosaur is definitely gonna be um, uh, in in uh, what are, what are they called herbivore? Mm-hmm, sure. I don't. That doesn't describe what it looks like. Um, but <laughs> but I'll get to that. Um, an herbivore because I feel that um, 
we are both very gentle souls, and I don't know if if we could be carnivorous um, in in a world like that. I know personally, if I was a dinosaur and I had to eat another dinosaur, I would probably cry. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm gonna also say that maybe maybe this is a flying dinosaur. Oh, a pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. Is there an mm-hmm. actyl in that word? Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. Yeah, pterodactyl. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say that that it's gonna be a flying variety, and then I'm also gonna come out and say that uh, this is something I've stumbled upon before as a preschool teacher, which is that I actually don't know anything about dinosaurs, what they look like, uh, what their names, and the children I have found uh, have a. Uh, compendium of not they just know everything about dinosaurs um mm-hmm. and they ask me oh what what dinosaur is this what dinosaur is this and i i will admit that i i almost without fail always say uh that everything is a t-rex um ah. and i know that they're not uh but anyway i would say some kind of herb- herbivore herbivore flying uh with the ability to cry with the ability to cry and not explain yeah. other dinosaur types to small children uh, I I think that's all pretty. I mean, I think they could probably tell that from bone deposits. I would imagine. Yes. Um, yes. So uh, carbon fossils. dating. Yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, I I am a vegetarian, so uh, I it, it would that's pretty on brand. Um, and I do I I cry at the drop of a hat. Um, yes. So. This is exactly. We're both just too too crying. I do eat. I do eat meat and fish. And and, and, and I and I do know literally every dinosaur's name. So. Um, <laughs> I'm not surprised, but I'm not surprised by that. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, it was, however, the answer to that question. But it's not the answer to this next one. Great. You wake up one day to find a bee in your house. But wait, you can understand this singular bee. What do you do? Well, first I would say, are you Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> and yeah. Then I would say, why did you date a 16-year-old girl when you were... <laughs> when you were... 35 <laughs> and then i would say, and then i would say hold on i actually want to make it in this industry so i'm gonna red- i'm gonna redact that i'm gonna take that back i'm gonna rescind what i said um please um give me a show to write on please give me something to do in comedy um all bow down to jerry seinfeld um and then the b would be like no i'm actually not jerry seinfeld and then i'd be like oh i'm so i'm you can understand my confusion um mm-hmm. because of obviously the b movie uh, and then uh, I would obviously form a friendship with this bee. Uh, I would, um, I'm trying to think of a way that I could bring it outside without losing it. Um, because I don't, I wouldn't want it to um, not get sort of um, uh, some outside time, right? I feel like that's, that's a healthy free, ra- a free range. I want to have a free range bee. Uh, without losing it though so i would have to probably come up with some contraption that would allow me to walk with my bee uh and then honestly maybe there's an open market for that uh to take bee i'm sure beekeepers probably would like to take their bees on walks um so i feel like then maybe i could start kind of like a nice uh small business little mom and pop shop that sells uh made to order bespoke uh, I'm thinking like a kind of like, you know, like a butterfly net when like you, you have caterpillars and stuff and you kind of, they, mm-hmm. they grow in there. Something along those lines that, that I could um, uh, form an enterprise with my uh, bee on. Uh, uh, yeah. A lot of uh, 
these questions uh, are largely written by uh, my producer Gene, and as I've oft said, Gene is an idiot. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, I do think that this one has been surprisingly uh, informative about you. I, uh, I, I think I don't know. I I don't know how many people would say like, "Oh wow, I can understand a bee," and will be like, "How can I become a captain of industry um, through That's through me. this?" Cap- um, capitalism but... does famously rule my world. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, incredible. Well, those have been the get to know you questions, uh, but we're now going to move on to the fan submitted questions. We excited, have fans excited. all over the world. Uh, they they write in to ask questions of our experts to help them get better at the topics that they're struggling with. Um, the first question is this one. Hope has always been the final bastion that I would cling on to when times turned dark. But recently, I learned that my discounted subscription to Zoo Books is ending, and that I will have to pay full price. Furthermore, because I did not live in the U.S., shipping costs are outrageous. I feel like there is no longer any hope, no more light, and no more chance to get my nine times a year dose of printed animal facts. What can I do to survive? And that's from Bergloft Hoff in Voslim in the Czech Republic. Um, so Berg, Berghoff? Bergloft? Bergloft. Was there? Wait, was this a child? I I don't have nothing an age. Spe- nothing specified. But, okay, okay. Yeah, zoo, I mean, zoo zoo books. You you anyone can can get a subscription to zoo books. I, um, I believe that's true. Yeah. 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 Um. Well, what I will first say is, um, you know, at least for me personally, the the primary source of me receiving that sort of, uh, you know pictorial, highly visual, but also informative, uh, sort of to obtain these, 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 um, insights into zoology, shore animals and, and whatnot. Um, I would, um, as a child, but uh, you can as an adult, obviously, um, go on over to the library, Mm -hmm. uh, crack open, uh, some of those kids, again, adults can do this. It's fine. But like kids encyclopedias, those like those, I feel like I really got into this phase when I was a kid of like, and again, I know I keep saying kid, but it, this again, it stands for, stands for anyone. Um, I would really get into these sort of like, uh, you know how they had them for like all of like ancient Egypt and all these things. And there were all these like vivid, beautiful images and stuff. So I think, I think there's an easy alternative to zoo books. And if you go to a library for free, um, you know, if you're in a children's section, uh, as an adult, uh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, just, just keep your cool. Uh, but yeah, I think cause, cause adult encyclopedias are very dense and very boring. Um, but it's o- these... often not illustrated and often, often not illustrated surprisingly. Um, but I would say that, and then also, you know what, go on, go on and see if you can get a cheaper subscription for like highlights magazine or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can sort of supplement your, your magazine, um, wants and desires through that. So I would say, yeah, go to, go to the library and go check out some, um, illustrated encyclopedias. I think that's a great answer. I'll also say I'm not the expert here, so I don't want to add too much, but, um, if you're going to the library, they might already have the subscription to Zubox. And you know what? That I completely even missed because uh, I used to famously take uh, like seven movies out at a time at my public library. Uh, they weren't always the most new movies, but you know what? That's how you 
kind of grow a breadth of knowledge okay. of, yeah. of very obscure movies from the early thousands. Uh, well, wonderful. Uh, I hope that her- helped Bergloft. Um, the next question we have is this one. I was telling the story of the monk and the wishing well to my daughter at bedtime last night. You know the one, right? It has the really heavy-handed moral about wishing to be more than you are, but being happy with yourself. Or at least that's what I thought the moral was. But when I asked my daughter to tell me the moral, she said in her dozing state with eyes that could barely stay open, quote, fiscal conservatism and austerity was the message, end quote, and then promptly went to sleep. What the hell is that about? And that's um, from Suzanne Milan in Glashut, Germany. All right. Um, San, San, San Milan? Uh, uh, Suzanne. 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 Suzanne Milan. Suzanne Milan. Um, so I'm going to say uh, you're going to want to check uh, if your child is being controlled by the spirit of Anne Run. Mm. You're going to want to check that. Anne Run? Anne Run. Anne Run. Correct? That's how you say it? Um. Uh, and then I'm going to want to say uh, that uh, you're going to want to um, also check to see what the babysitter, if you have a babysitter, if you have a nanny, mm. what what television programs they have on, what's going on, what's seeping into the subconscious. Um, and then maybe what you're going to want to do uh, is... What was the name of the the, 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 the the fable or the story again? The monk fit the uh, the monk and the wishing well. The monk and the wishing well. I think you're gonna want to go on, and uh, maybe maybe re reframe the narrative in a way that could have an absolutely unmistakable moral um, that is, uh, you know, pro union. Uh, of a better of a better likeness, um, and then if your child still, still with with her her dozing off eyes, um, is is spouting this um, fiscal conservatism, then I'm gonna I'm gonna say you know what you're gonna want to lean in, you're gonna lean in, um, and you're gonna want her to run for some kind of local office, um, and then just sort of capitalize off of um, how much. You know, America will probably will probably um, uh, line up behind her or him or whoever. Uh, I think that all sounds great. Yeah. Um, uh, Suzanne, I hope that helped. Uh, I can't see how it wouldn't. Okay. Um, uh, well, wonderful. Those have been the get to know you and fan submitted questions. We're now going to jump right into the topic at hand, which is getting better at having appendicitis. Mm-hmm. Um, as I mentioned at the top, I am excited to get better at this because, of course, I've never had appendicitis um, so I, I feel like my baseline is pretty neutral here. Um, I often like to start off with this question, though. Uh, why should I get better at this? So, you know, people people ask me this a lot. People ask me this a lot. As someone who had appendicitis, I did uh, in 2015. The reason you want to get you're going to want to get better at this is because you only have one shot. You you famously only have one shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're going to want to make it, what is the, whatever that Eminem, I hate Eminem, never mind, pretend I didn't make that reference. Whatever. You only have one shot. You only have one chance, one opportunity. Um, so you're going to want to be prepared to make it the best, most content uh, sort of uh, 
a heavy experience you can possibly have because this is, as I said up top, my show that I'm doing, as my grandmother said to me, do you ever want to write about anything else? And I said, no, grandma, because if I had the appendectomy, what is life but if not content-rich experiences? So Wow. You're going to want to be ready for it is basically what I'm trying to say. Okay. And, and so getting better at it now sort of prepares me for that. Yes. Yes. To make sure that I can sort of take that one opportunity and seize everything that I ever wanted. Yes. Absolutely. Instead of letting it slip. Yes. Um, uh, well, great. I think those are, um, I think that's a, a great answer to why I should be getting better at this. Um, I guess uh, let's start getting better. Um, you know, what are some signs I should be looking for? Uh, uh, should I be looking out for signs for appendicitis? Um, so first, the first sign is when you kind of wake up um, and you hear this kind of like little voice. And it's going, oh, help me. I'm, I'm, I'm your appendix. But sometimes that, that sometimes that doesn't happen. Um, that didn't happen to me. Uh, but I did have a pain in mm-hmm. my. Um, it's interesting because uh, your appendix is on your lower right side, lower okay. right abdomen, affixed to your colon, affixed to one of those guys. Um, and uh, the pain often radiates, actually, um, which can cause it to be confused for other things. Um, so my pain was actually on my left side which left us quite uh, perplexed, but it's usually, it's usually some kind of radiating pain in your lower abdomen. Um, and then you're going to want to go uh, to the doctor and then usually the doctor or the ER will give you that official uh, prognosis, but it's, 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 it's usually a pain in that lower belly, a little bit, a little, a little gas like, but kind of a little, um, uh, more like there's a small impish being inside of your lower abdomen kind of gas. Oh, wow. Pain. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, well, you sort of mentioned the small voice. Are there any um, auditory signs that I should be looking out for? Auditory signs? I mean, this maybe just happened to me, um, but I did start hearing uh, the complete discography of Rod Stewart. Um, that. Oh, wow. That, I, I, I've only seen that in a few medical journals, um, but um, again, that's just my my experience. Um but I think primarily it is just, it's the pain, it's the pain, um, in that lower abdomen, but, but, um, you know, it's different for everyone. Well, I guess my reason for asking is of course, uh, now we are hearing the gotcha alarm. And so I was was sort of alarmed about if that was, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's appendicitis for you because I believe yours has been removed. Yeah. As far as I'm aware. Yes. Um, but so I, I, I think this is just the gotcha alarm for the show. Uh, but uh, I, I do believe it is signaling to us something, specifically the prank, um, which is that, you know, uh, Catherine, if you're so good at getting better at having your appendix removed uh, and getting better at appendicitis, you should have no trouble arguing with our special prank guest, uh, fiercely pro-appendix activist, Candace Wilson. Um, Candace Wilson, isn't it? Okay, Candace Wilson. Y- yes, Candace, uh, welcome to the show. Are you here? Hi, hi, uh, Cameron. Thank you, thank you for having me um, on the show. I'm really excited to talk about. It. It's really, really important topic to me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I've actually been listening to you a little bit, Catherine. It seems like you're not even really that familiar with uh, 
the like anatomy of the appendix. So I'm not really sure that we can call you um, an expert. Wow. But um, happy to talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, maybe uh, just a, a quick question for you, um, uh, Candice. Uh, yes. I know that you're very pro appendix. Yes. Um, yours was removed from you against your will. Is that it, my understanding? It was in, in, in part, part of my language here. That was fucked up that they did that to me. Yeah. That was, uh, you know what? And you know what? The fourth, the, <laughs> that was so fucked up of them mm-hmm. that they removed it without even me telling them to. I, I wanted to keep it. I mean, from my understanding from, from what Catherine has been telling me, if, if it had remained in, you would have, uh, I believe died. Oh, uh, oh you're going to believe Catherine. Oh, you're going to believe Listen. She told me, she's telling me, she's, oh, I'm feeling the pain in the left side. That, medically impossible. Medically impossible. The pain goes on famously the right side. I don't even know if she knows what she's talking about. She doesn't know the anatomy at all. She said, oh, it's connected to some guy down there. Oh, it's connected. Yeah. And that guy, that guy, the large intestine. I've ever heard of him. You ever heard of him, Catherine? (laughs) So, (laughs) I'll be quiet, I'll say. Um, I'm going to start out by saying that Candace... Sounds a lot like one of my friends that I know, but I know that that's just a sh- that's a sheer sheer coincidence. Um, I took a class on how to sound like other people. <laughs> sheer coincidence. Uh, also, I'm really is, good at imitation. Is it also possible, Catherine, that maybe this friend that Candace sounds like is just someone who uh, speaks truth and um, is uh, sort of just a powerful voice in the pro appendix community? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> did you ever think about that? I'm going to start out by saying. Um, I, I don't, I can't defend myself and I don't defend myself and I won't defend myself because I am too nice. (laughs) So I will default to, I will listen to what you have to say with an open mind. Um, and I, and I will say that personally, uh, you know, I, I I was you, I was you once I, I, I didn't want to lose my appendix. I never even got to know her, you know? Okay, uh, we have something in common. I right? never got to know her. I never I never even thought about her before. Uh, and then when it was ripped from me... Uh, my words I, exactly. I... I, I uh, it was only then that I really appreciated her. Um, but I also knew, I knew that I, I, I had to live without her uh because it was just it was it 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 was um i was told by my uh my surgeons my doctors in the (laughs) can i ask you can i ask you a question please please do you know how long an appendix is um precisely i'm gonna say uh one um minigaga hold out your pinky Catherine, hold out your pinky. I'm holding it out. I'm doing it too. Thank thank you, Cameron, for your background support. Um, Hold up your pinky. Appendix that size. Wow. You're thinking, you're looking at that, you're going, that's pretty small, right? Mm -hmm. That's pretty small. Why the heck would you have to take that out? How is that affecting? First of all, appendix, perfectly, perfectly normal and healthy organ. Okay. Perfectly normal. And it plays an important role in the digestive tract. That, that, I, I'm glad that we're actually getting into this because uh, they, these are sort of two questions that I wanted to, to ask. Um, 
you know, what is my appendix doing for me? And that's a great question, Cameron. Thank you. Um, the appendix actually has a lot of like immune, immune boosting. It has sort of good bacteria in it. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Good bacteria. Did you know that that existed, Catherine? You drink, you drink your little Olipops? You drink your <laughs> Oh, maybe you wouldn't have to if you had an appendix. Olipop makes me sit on the toilet for like five days after I have it. Anyway. Well, it also has a lot of fiber. So, So, what I will say is that as far as I am aware, which, again, I'm also honestly spitballing on this, and I'm only talking from pure lived experience, and I'm not actually sure if this is totally correct, but I do believe that the appendix is, it's very questionable if it does any thing um and i will okay, say darwin and i, okay, darwin. I will say yeah i see you you believe in darwin that's cool you know he got some things right he got some things right but what do you also believe in eugenics you Real think quick. we should all we should work together to create a human without an appendix we should evolve without an appendix that's what you're saying Catherine. uh yeah and sorry for interrupting again um i i I guess maybe this is, um, I, I had also heard similar things as you, Catherine, that, um, that the benefits of the appendix are, are questionable. And certainly it is dangerous once it begins rupturing. Um, and so I think it makes sense to have oh, it removed. The whole ru- listen, rupturing, but- it's misunderstood is the thing about it. Okay. Nothing's, nothing's rupturing. You hear, ru- you hear rupture, you're thinking a bomb. You're thinking something's blowing <laughs> up. That's not happening inside you. You're not understanding what rupturing even means in regards to the appendix. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm I'm, lo- I'm still looking at my pinky, and uh, if that <laughs> were to rupture, if that were to rupture, I'd be pretty upset. So I can't believe you had you had a big someone who's part of big rupture on this on this on this podcast. Oh, I can't believe you would say that about me. Big I, rupture. Catherine, you and I are the same. You're you and I are the same. We both had our appendix taken from us, we didn't, we didn't have a choice of the matter. We didn't have a so, choice of the matter. Wait, am, am I understanding this correctly? Uh, I uh, I happen to know that Candace actually uh, had her appendix uh, surgically re-implanted inside of her. Um, have you done that as well, Catherine? So I, so this is the same appendix. It wasn't a regeneration. It's the same. No, well, hang on. Same. They took cells from my original appendix they took cells from it. Okay, I've only ever and heard created of it. a okay. new appendix and put it back inside me. I said, "You got to get that back in there. Okay. Get that girly okay. back in." Um, have you and noticed really- have you noticed anything kind of like going wrong with your are you like do you have like I'm high perfect. fevers a lot? Do you, are you I'm like perfect. Okay, okay. So so the reimplantation was a success. Yeah, um, you can ask my doctor about it. So in that case, um, again, as I said up top, I I sort of um, am too uh, non-confrontational of a person to defend myself, and I and I won't defend myself. So what, what I'm hearing, Catherine, is that you're open to getting uh, yeah. appendix yeah. reinstalled yeah. into your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on my side. You can so, join the team. So I gotta say, if my post-op, if this, if this guy, who first of all looked exactly like my best friend from high school, or not my best friend, one of my good friends from high school, he looked like his dad. And his dad wow. also quit his job that day. So I said, hey, Jimmy, did your dad do my surgery? And he said, no, my dad didn't go to med school. Um, 
So, so you're just saying the doctor looked familiar? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shout out. like shout, his voice. Um, so shout out to who? Shout out Jimmy's dad. <laughs> Jimmy's not his. I, I did protect his, his identity. In oh, this, I'm sorry. I'm shout out. I'm shout out. I don't know why I said best friend. He's not my best Anyway, I have no integrity. I'm. I again, I, I won't defend myself. I'm like you're right. I have no integrity. Um, I will say that if he's listening, if my post op is listening, who kind of looks like my high school friends, and he's going to, dead, he'll be listening. He's listening. I know he's a listener on the podcast. Um, I'm. If you still have that thing lying around, if you still have my appendix from 2015 lying around, uh, which I don't see why they wouldn't. Um, I'm pretty no. sure that they preserve them. Uh, in um, turpentine. Uh, I would love. To try this new kind of experimental reimplantation surgery, um, and then maybe I can sort of like experimental. Do- oh my god! Oh my god! That's so American of you. So that's are, so you, are you we're not sure? We're not sure if surgery is good yet. We're doing this all over the country, just not America. Okay. All over the country. <laughs> <laughs> my country. My country. Your country. Tis of thee. No, is, no, no, no! You're making it sound like I'm saying my country's America, and it's not. So, I, is this sort of like one of those like not my president, not my America things? Like you only claim certain parts of the country? I'm not familiar with that. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm open to to trying this. Sorry, fully medically supported um, reimplantation surgery because I actually am so curious, Candace. Do you feel like sort of more in touch? I've never been more in touch with my body. Okay, I've never had okay. my chakras more aligned. Okay, okay. Okay. That's really interesting, actually. So this it leads into one of my other questions. Um, you know, I'm trying to get better here, right? Uh, and it sounds to me like you're do- you've never been better in your life. You've never been better even when you had the appendix. So, so maybe I do need to get it removed to know what I had lost Cameron, and love I it more. I can't advise that. Okay. I can't advise that you get it removed because I even think if the it's rupturing, in general fucked up. They don't. Okay. You're lying there. You're oh, you're in pain. Okay, sure. A man has never felt pain in his life. He doesn't know. <laughs> and he's like, doctor, you got to remove my appendix. But oh, wait, no, he didn't say that because he has no idea. The doctor's like, oh, I think we have to remove the appendix. They put a tiny hole. They say minimal surgery. Up, oh, minimal is still surgery. It didn't say no surgery. Wow. It didn't say none. Listen, everybody's better off with their original appendix. That's that's in- interesting. With their interesting. original anatomy, everybody's better off. But but okay. then but then I do feel sort of that with Im- reimplantation. Mm-hmm. Does that sort of mean that we might be a little better than everyone else? Well, I, I've and you're and you're catching on to something here, Kathy. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. It's not that I'm better than everyone else. It's just maybe that I'm a little more enlightened. Yes, we've seen. We've seen. Well, I will see once I schedule this um, appointment. On, I'm sure they have availability. And I'm really proud. And I'm really proud yeah. of you. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So maybe Cameron, you maybe you actually shouldn't get better at having appendicitis. Okay. Um, yes. I. I'm, admittedly, my head is starting to hurt a little bit, but I was also <laughs> just told that I don't feel. Pain. I, I guess I'm a little confused. Um, Are you still ma- holding your pinky? Oh, Catherine got I'm, that I'm, one. I'm still. I'm still <laughs> staring at my pinky. pinky. Yes. Okay, okay. I'm still. And and now that I'm looking at it, I think it is sort of big. 
Um, anyway, Inky is big. Well, yeah, you said earlier like it's so small, but maybe maybe they're big. Maybe I have big pinkies. Huge brag that you have um, big hands. First of all, I think the rest of the hands are sort of normal sized. Um, you have an uh, alien hand. <laughs> Well, Are so, you sure you're looking at your pinky and not your index finger? I've been focusing for so long, honestly, it's getting a little blurry. Consider surgery on my fingers. Yeah, I don't care. Get, get surgery everywhere else. You think but, I don't have fake boobs? I, well, uh, Candace. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, other surgeries are okay. Keep the appendix. Okay. This seems to really run in the face of when you earlier said that everyone is better with their original bodies. Um, don't think I said that. I think I said original anatomy. Okay. So like organ, like organs inside. Internal. Internal. The internal organs. Thank internal you organs. Out there. I mean, I'm honestly. Do you guys have like any like app- job applications? Like I. Yeah. Like Weird. I. I or do you work for like a lobby, like a like a pro appendix I'm, lobby? I'm a officially, show here, Catherine. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, I yeah, I, so I don't, I don't, I don't want to get too derailed, and um, I, I, my vision is getting a, a little patchy, honestly, because I've been staring at my fingers for but so put long. Put the pinky down. Um, oh, okay. Well, so, uh, sort of one of my wrap up questions here, um, uh, and maybe to both of your points, both, uh getting better at having appendicitis and having my appendix removed, or on the other hand, getting better at um, re-implanting my appendix uh, and becoming enlightened. How will I know that I am better at each of your topics? Uh, Candice, do you want to start? Um, you'll know because you're not going to feel sort of any pain at all in any part of your lo- lower stomach mm-hmm. without the, with your appendix, it's going to be perfect. And you're going to feel that your chakras are aligned. And that's going to be the best feeling in the world. And then you're going to go ahead and sort of join my join my campaign here of, of getting people their appendix back. Okay. And that's when I'll know I'm better. Yeah. Um, uh, wonderful. And Catherine? And, and I'm going to want to, you know, Candace, this, you, you should consider making this into a job and making this into a living because you're so convincing. And I, I'm going to, I'm not, I'm going to also say that I actually don't think you will feel better. Um, if you do get better at having appendicitis, um, I'm sort of, sort of revolutionizing the podcast right now by kind of telling you not to get better at something, but Mm -hmm. that's just, that's just me. Uh, and the spirit of Candace sort of helping me get there. Uh, but I think that, if you have appendicitis, yeah, you, you're not going to feel better. You're going to, you're going to never, you're going to not know what could have been with the appendix. You're going to not, you're going to, you're going to feel uh, something missing, mm. something, something very, something very deep and profound within you is going to be very, very um, empty uh, wow. without your appendix. So, and I'll never know um, sort of the enlightenment that comes with having uh and appendix and fake boobs. Um, well, you can get the second one too if you want. I no, that's what I was suggesting. I was sort of getting better to get by doing both. That okay. I gotta say, Candace. What? Let's hang out. I'll consider it. Okay. 
Well, um, I, I think this is probably a, a great way to uh, wrap the episode. Um, uh, Candace, it's been so great having you on. Uh, any closing thoughts that you'd like to leave the audience with? Um, I just want everyone to take a moment, uh, close your eyes, breathe in, breathe out, feel inside your body where your appendix is, and just just kind of let it know that you believe in it and wow. you believe that it's doing something for your body. And that's all from me. And that's all. Uh, that's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Candace. Um, wow. Uh, Catherine, I, I didn't, I don't know. Um, uh, I mean, yes. this has been a bit of a roller coaster. <laughs> I, you, you and me both. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I have gotten better, but I don't entirely know at what, but I feel better. And that's, Amore. Um, yeah, it is Amore. Um, uh, well, so I'm not just trying to get better at this and other topics. I'm also trying to make the show better. Um, what do you think could have gone better about this episode? Um, the only thing that I will say uh, is that because now I'm so sort of like hypnotized um, by Candace and the pro appendix agenda um i'm wishing that you had somehow written into candace's contract that she has to hang out with me um because now i'm sort of obsessed with this message i'm sort of obsessed um with this cause uh so that's the only thing is that you should you should put into sort of your writer or like you should force a writer upon get get your phoenix back then we'll talk oh sorry Sorry, yeah, I should I should have let you know. Uh, uh, yeah, Candace is still on the still. Call. Oh, okay. She can also re re get her appendix and re re reappear as well. Um, yeah, I, I think you should do that. Maybe in future episodes, like consider it um, putting some kind of clause trick clause into your your guests' um, contracts, or maybe Jean. Jean Jean should do that. Yeah, sure. Um, I'll I'll certainly uh, translate that message to Jean. Um, I'm not sure how much uh, they'll be able to do anything with that or anything really. Um, wonderful. Uh, we also have a, a tagline that we like to end every episode with. Uh, currently, it is, "Listen up, dorks. Paul will call you later tonight, darling, and I'm having a bath right now. My fingers are wrinkled like prunes." And we've got some splaining to do. If we would have been prepared, we could have done a better job. Uh, and that's everything that I just said, starting up with sort of an angry voice, then followed by a Texas accent, then a Scottish accent, then an English accent, then a hyper version of my voice and ending without um, an accent. We ask our guests to uh, change this, augment it in any way, add to it, subtract from it, completely delete it and restart it, whatever they want to do to improve the tagline. How would you change the tagline, Catherine? So I have been stewing on this. Um, oh, okay. I've been stewing on this because uh, you can listen to previous episodes, which all listeners should do if they haven't already. That's true. It's allowed. Uh, I'm going to say mine is going to be uh, at the end. Oh, okay. Just regular voice. Uh Remember how I said I was in a bath? Or remember how I said I was taking a bath? I'm not actually taking a bath. And we will close out the episode with that. Um, uh, Catherine, it's been so great listening to you here. Um, I'm sure the audience has enjoyed listening to you as well. Uh, Where can they hear more and see more of you? Um, So you can see more of me, um, like hanging out at Candace's house. Um, And you can also see more of me at... um, 
at sad baby bop at instagram and also my show's account which is at appendix purpose uh and if you want to come over to caveat on august 30th to see my show and cameron's show that would be so cool of you Yes, please do come out August 30th, starting at 7 for uh, Appendix to Search for a Purpose, and then continuing on into the evening. You can even get discounted tickets uh, for both shows by using a special code that we have on uh, the accounts for both of those. So that's at Appendix Purpose. Uh, is that right, Catherine? Yeah, that is correct. And at Laugh Masters for uh, those two shows. Um, please come out and support. It will be a, a banger of a night. Uh well, wonderful, Catherine. It has been so great talking to you uh, and, uh, and and getting better with you. Um, so I thank you very much for being on. And I want to thank you as well, dear listeners, for tuning in to Everyone's Better Than Me with Cameron Lindsay. Our theme music was composed and recorded by Caleb Ritchie. You can find us on social media by searching for Everyone's Better Than Me podcasts on Instagram and Facebook. Please share the show with your friends, subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks so much to Oboe Gilmore for helping with the prank in today's episode. You can follow her at thatomgkid on all social media. Get in contact with questions or topics that you'd like to see me get better at by emailing everyonesbetterthanme at gmail.com. And as we say at the end of just this episode, listen up, dorks. Paul will call you later tonight, darling. And I'm having a bath right now. My fingers are wrinkled like prunes. And we've got some splaining to do. If we would have been prepared, we could have done a better job. Remember how I said I was taking a bath? I'm not actually taking a bath. Thanks for listening.